0: Welcome to another episode of Signal Fire Radio. Our guest today is United States Marine Corps Colonel Kyle Phillips. We're going to talk about high fives and good vibes. Don't go anywhere. We've got a great show coming up for you.
1: Signal Fire Radio.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Signal Fire Radio. Matt, I love our intro music. We're going to get sued for it before too long, which is okay, because I was thinking about it on the way over here. Well, not sued. We're going to get a cease and desist at some point, because we are the fastest growing and most listened to military podcast and radio show. In the world. At least in Wilmington, North Carolina. Definitely. I think it would be cool though if we got a cease and desist from one of my favorite bands. I would. I think we should frame that Evan <laughs> and put it up. You oh, think yeah. so? Yeah. No, yeah. I don't want a cease
2: and desist from no. a band that we love because yeah, that means
0: they're
3: not happy. with Well, but us. that means That's they know fine. who
0: we are and they're communicating with us and we're on their radar. We get so. something
3: with their letterhead, which is really cool. Yeah. What do you yeah. think a Data Remembers letterhead looks like? I think it's uh, probably pretty simple. Yeah. Like the one album cover with the yeah. like university the print. homesick.
0: Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I think it looks like an Affliction T-shirt who, I don't know.
2: No, they moved on from affliction. But they sure are stuff. from Florida. They so. are Ocala, of all <laughs> places, the
0: worst part of Florida, central Florida. Yeah. Yeah. Ev, dude, you did it, We're man. We're here. We're we here, are, guys. We are We are celebrating a major milestone in the, in the life cycle of Evan Anderson. Look at that goat. Hair's grown out. You got facial hair. You're officially out of the Army. I'm out. Catch everybody up on how life has been for you for it's, the past couple of weeks. Yeah, it's
3: been good, man. So the last couple of weeks I've been onboarding with the new job um, in, in a very uh, counter-signifier fashion. Mm-hmm. I signed out on Sunday and I started work on Monday. But mm. luckily, um, throughout my transition, I was able to kind of really take that time that we talk about um, to do my journey of self-discovery. You know? But I started my transition 18 months out. Right. So being very deliberate with it and taking it seriously, um, you know, I didn't feel like I needed a long break in between, uh, and luckily, with the remote work, remote first sort of environment, I can do it from home. But I have the opportunity to go to San Diego a few yep. times a year, which is you know terrible. And Monbon's next up, huh? She's close. Yeah. yeah, she'll she'll be out the fall of next year, so she's starting to get her ducks in a row too.
0: I think we need to take a moment, Matthew, and reflect back on the year that we've had, right? Because we met Evan for the first time on Halloween of 2020 it was and,
2: Halloween it, was, it Halloween. was
0: Halloween yeah it was Halloween Halloween oh. day he drove in because I remember going back home and trick or treating with the girls and you were dressed as Buffalo Bill I <laughs> <you>? was from <laughs> you were yeah, yeah I'll send you I'll send you you, you had, didn't see that I had lip gloss on and I, had, I had lip gloss and a bathrobe I don't think, think I saw and that and, yeah. yeah. no <laughs> Smoking yeah. a nice cigar, yeah. It puts the
2: lotion in the basket.
0: Yeah. That's what I kept saying to it my was, neighbors. It was
2: good. All our, our, our
0: neighborhood's pretty cool about about trick or treating because like you'll go three or oh, four houses.
2: Yeah. Okay. Now are, is that the same night that you got a little? You got a little faded.
0: <laughs> a little bit. I sat. I sat in the Huffman's. Uh, I sat in the Huffman's driveway, and Jenna Dude, finally shots. had to come and get me. Not shots. Drinking White Claws. Jenna came and got me, and was like, "Okay, it's, it's time to come home now." So yes, that was the night because I was so filled. With good vibes <laughs> and and just like a direction of the future that we didn't otherwise have, because I'll I'll say this in full honesty, originally I thought that I was gonna do this show alone and it was just gonna be me and a guest. And then as soon as we had Evan, <laughs> that
3: would have flopped. Awful. It would have been <laughs> super flop. Awful. It would have been it would have been the Rob full talking for forty five minutes show.
0: Oh my oh, God! Uh, stop. Nobody would have listened. <laughs> But no, things happen the way that they're supposed to happen, right? And so like we hooked up, Matt and I had had a couple months into a friendship and, and it hit me like on that day it was like, no, this can't just be me and a guest. That would be that would be dumb and stupid. We need to bring all this together because we knew it from the moment that, that you and I sat down and then Matt came strolling in on his van with his vans and those goofy socks and I think you actually had that flannel on. No, he didn't have that one yet. No. That was for his birthday last year. Oh.
2: That is correct, we're Evan. Such, <laughs> we're
0: such good friends. No, he didn't have that one. We're such good friends. But anyways, man, it's been a roller coaster of a year. We're ha- we've had some fun. We're uh, overcoming some obstacles. We created a business around this. Um, and Evan, man, I'm just so thankful and proud of you for, like, the past 12 months that you've put in. And thank you for your service.
3: Thank you for your service. Yeah, you're such a, <laughs> a <person. laughs> No, that's, yeah, it's, you know... F- through the support of, uh, you know, of you guys and, and of my network around me that I've been able to make, uh, you know, a successful transition mm-hmm. from, from one world to the next.
0: So what's next, dude? Like, I mean, you're, you're at a company yeah. that you love. Mm-hmm. You're not going anywhere with this. No. You guys have plans to go to Columbia at some point, yeah. put down some roots. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what what's the next year, three years, five years look like for the Anderson tribe?
3: The year... You know, for me specifically, this next year is, is, you know, I've accepted the fact that it's going to be a grind. That's that's the sales development life, um, you know, with a fast moving series A company. Um, And we're we're working on that first movers advantage. You know, we have a really unique product offering um, and there's a lot of green space to prospect. Yeah, I,
0: I counted. I counted at least five. It's jargon, right? Buzzwords, yes. like the jargon in that two. We'll circle sentence. back, put a pin in it, and uh, <laughs> you know, follow up with you that one. You dropped the army so fast. Dude. I did. Like, you're that, suddenly gonna. That you, was easy. Do you say SDRs around the office? Is that SDRs? Yeah. SDR in that sales development. Sales rep. Development that's rep. big in the yeah. in the tech software space, yeah. right? SDR, SDR BDR. AE, BDR BDR. That's the one I was. Business looking for, Business development rep. Yeah. yeah,
3: usually used interchangeably. But yeah. yeah, so the next the next year is going to be a grind. Um, as I really cut my teeth in, mm-hmm. in the industry and in the work. Um, you know, and the nice thing about being in a company that's that is smaller uh, is that it's super collaborative. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of room for opportunity to, you know, build out the process, you know, as it's as it's in flight. How so. old is the company? It was founded in twenty nineteen. Mm. Oh so they have a one year head start tech on us. startup. Yeah. So um, you know, founded in, in twenty nineteen, they already picked up a Series A in in the beginning of this year. Um, you know, close to Series B, so moving, moving quickly. I don't know what these are. These are venture mean. venture capital backing. I do know what they mean, but okay, I, yeah, okay. just making sure. <laughs> uh, so yeah, moving, moving quickly, and and um, you know, sort of found a niche mm-hmm. within tech industries that, that we're really helping to solve an issue. You're going to kill it, dude. I'm hoping so, man. So I
0: was talking to Panacheon and FOSER about you the other night, yeah. the Veterans Business <laughs> Collective. By the way, this episode is sponsored by the Veteran Business Collective. I told Chase we would do that, and he looked at me it's very strongly. This is why I'm wearing the Veteran Business Collective shirt. If, uh, if you feel like you need a hyper-local networking group that is committed to uh, uh, growing the tribe, giving economic opportunity, and finding a place you know, where you belong, Uh, we recommend you look into VeteranBusinessCollective.org. But uh, we were talking about you you and Luke. John and I were talking about you and Luke, but Luke was there. Yeah. And specifically how you guys have decided to get into sales. Mm -hmm. And it's been like, I want more and more of us, and I use us with the finger quotes, to go into sales after military service. Yeah. Because I found it to be I found it to be completely freeing. Mm-hmm. My effort was commensurate with my compensation. Exactly. And when my head hit the pillow, I feel like I made a difference in somebody else's life just by you know, analyzing their needs, providing a solution, and then making a strategic and a tactical plan to move forward. You're gonna crush it at that because you think the exact same way. But, but for people who are like right behind you mm-hmm. that are thinking about, okay, what do I do next? Why sales?
3: You know, the military, really helps us develop a lot of the soft skills that are super useful in the sales world. Um, you know, we're, we're used to rejection. We're used to establishing a process and, and relying on it, but also continuously improving on it, you know, creating things that are repeatable and that are scalable, mm-hmm. but also adaptable. You know, that's, that's kind of what the military does. The, the, the enemy is always changing, so we have to change as well. Um, and those things translate really well into sales, the ability to communicate, the ability to, um, influence, to, yeah. to, to influence. Yeah. You know, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of people still, it's funny. I had a conversation with a, a guy yesterday. He's a first sergeant in civil affairs getting out. And when he did his like career assessment that we do through the honor foundation, he was like, uh, you know, sales were, were my top sort of scored traits, you know, mm-hmm. indicating that he should go into sales. And he was like, sales, and people still really get like that sort of icky feeling about sales because they think of Glengarry Glenn Ross. Right, right. They think of boiler room or go
0: immediately to the pejorative. Exactly, like the, pop the sales culture, bro, right. Wolf
3: of Wall Street right. types. You Whoa, know, easy, but, you easy know. On that. I said it, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, that's that type of salesperson doesn't last, mm-hmm. especially in the tech world, because you have to think about the the people that you're selling to. You know, these are these are incredibly smart. Um, you know, younger, mm-hmm. very driven people. And if you're a slimy, salesy salesperson, uh, you know you don't get any responses. You don't. Yeah. You don't build any traction. It's a. It really is about like establishing partnerships and and helping to uncover problems that you have a solution for. Yeah,
0: I tell anybody that is coming to work for me or that is hit me up and is like, hey, I want to get into sales. You know, like, they're all like, oh, how do I close more? How do I close more? And that should be the least you important don't. thing on yeah, your mind. you don't. You, the only thing you should go into every single sales conversation with your objective being, I want to create a lasting and enduring relationship with this person. Right. And if you're fake, you're phony, you're overly aggressive, you're debag, bag whatever, you're not gonna get that long term lasting relationship. You might get a sale because the need
3: is immediate. Exactly.
0: But you're not gonna get you're not gonna get the full lifetime value you're out of that relationship. Get, you're not gonna get
3: a renewal. Right. And that's what right. that's what matters, right? It's like yep. even if you if if you're just doing sales development, so like you're only focused on booking meetings. Um, you know, if you can generate interest, great. If you can book a meeting, that feels awesome. Mm-hmm. But the whole purpose of the meeting is to turn that into annually recurring revenue right
2: hey, we were just talking about this yesterday and we actually did it for i don't know 45 minutes yeah. and we were literally cold calling businesses and we had a little strategic roadmap h- yeah. of where we got these guys from and i have i think i have four meetings yeah, set <laughs> forget- up out of the, like the eight people that i yeah. reached out to literally well, next that's, week
0: that's what panacheon and i were talking about because john if you haven't listened to the episode uh of signal fire radio with john panacheon and you're thinking about going into business for yourself Finish this episode and then go back and listen to the episode with Panacheon because uh, what he and I were talking about is like the the importance – there's no greater importance uh, to a company, especially a startup, than revenue generation. Mm -hmm. You can build the airplane while it's in flight. Um, but you need money to be able to do that. And so, you know, Matt and I were, and, and Chase were just having a strategic conversation. It's like, we got to go get some more clients. So I told Matt, hey, dude, let's show up at the office on Friday. Let's go through this call list. Let's book appointments and let's see what we can do. Um, because it, it, it will always boil down to are you willing to out hustle? Are you willing to do the things that other people aren't willing to do? And I understand that picking up the phone and talking to somebody can be a scary thing, sure. especially when there's no relationship at all. But it was funny, the first call that I made, I never met the guy. Never met the guy. Matt and I I put him on the list. I put him on speakerphone. Total wolf of Wall Street, right? Like when he's on speakerphone selling the penny stocks. Not really. Not really. But Matt, if you were there in the room, Evan, your eyes would have rolled because he's like, oh yeah, you're the guy who does the videos, right? And I just look at Matt with that... i was like oh come on yeah that poop eating grin i'm like
2: oh yeah matt you know that (laughs) happens that happens way too often i
0: know know you i know the the biz expo the biz
2: expo is on another level though yeah that was was matt was not
0: pleased with the biz expo but you know what matt walked away i think with more people that wanted to talk with him because i was there representing the insurance agency and people be like oh i know you you know it's like kind of a nice thing and then like yeah Okay, bye. You know, it's like I'm not gonna really, really, truly engage with you. So you're anyways, no David Ward. you know no David. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never uh, miss a chance to do that. Uh, yeah, I know. I love it, dude. I love it. That's, that's what a, I love about that's this. this new that's yeah, the dude downtown. That's the one, one that circles yeah, the side of the of the truck around guy. downtown <laughs> with the truck. Uh, it's great. Don't it's talk.
2: Great. Don't talk because you have the same thing at the at Mayfair. I right? took the truck down. Oh, okay, so it's down. not still... Yeah. Do you take it out or like... What yeah, I just do? took it
0: out of rotation. I just said, I don't, I'm just not going to do it just anymore. Just pulled
2: it out of the fleet. Pulled it out of the fleet. Sent it to motor pool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Routine service for the next 12 months or so. We got about 40 seconds till the break, Matt. What should we talk with our guest about? Because we needed to get caught up on Evan's life.
2: Dude, just everything that makes him who he is. Yeah, um, yeah. I've had the privilege because our wives have worked together to like get to know his family and mm-hmm. hang out with him, but... Um, their family is just uh, an anomaly in my eyes. And he's the pinnacle
0: say. girl dad, too, right? Like, he's got uh, four or yeah. five? Quattro. Quattro? Oh, Lord. Yeah. Double what you and I have. Four yeah. times as And he's me. lived through it, and he's in great shape, <laughs> and I'm jealous of him. So maybe that's what we talk about. We talk about uh, parenting techniques with uh, twice the amount of females in the home that we have. So, all right, cool. Uh, we're going to have a great conversation. Don't go anywhere. We're going to talk with Colonel Kyle Phillips on the other end of this break on signal fire radio hey what's up y'all it's rob with signal fire as you may know from listening to signal fire i have multiple businesses this all came out of me wanting to be a better marketer and the biggest problem that most people have with creating content is they just don't have the time and that's why we created our signal fire suite of services. If you are a small business leader, medium-sized, large-sized CEO, it doesn't matter. You have something to say and you have value to bring to the world. We take all of the hard stuff out. Editing, recording, creation, posting, all of it. We can do all of it for you right here at signalfire. If you are interested, get in touch with the best business development person in the entire world, my partner Matt Mylot. His email is matt at That's matt at And let us show you how we can make you a signal fire for your business in your community. Welcome back to Signal Fire Radio, ladies and gentlemen. I t- man, dude, Matt, I was so excited about doing the show today that I totally forgot to tell people who are new to the show what this show is all about. So forgive me, I'm going to back up real quick, and I'm going to say that Signal Fire Radio is a show about ambitious leadership. And what we do, Matthew, is talk to other ambitious leaders each and every day, and we try to find out what makes them special. And specifically, we like to know how do they feed their mind, how do they strengthen their body, how do they enrich their spirits, and how do they grow their tribe. That being said, why don't you introduce our guest, Colonel Kyle Phillips, because you've known him the best, or the longest. You just did. I did, but give him a real intro. How did you guys come to know each other? You said your wives worked together.
2: Yeah, so his wife, Bridget, who's a veteran also, she was a, a naval nurse? Navy nurse. Navy nice. Nurse, yeah. You got the Navy nurse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They both work together at the Student Health Center at UNCW. So it's like, you know, it's like the on-site clinic for students. Um, And then, obviously, they click because they both have, like, good personalities. So they, like, fed off each other. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, the whole veteran synergy, Marine Corps synergy. And, oh, they got a freaking fire team of girls, too. And then we, you know, hung out with them one time. We're like, oh, this is a great family, man. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, as you're listening – I'm introducing Colonel <laughs> Kyle Phillips, who's sitting right next to me. We, can,
4: we that, can. That was a great intro, Matthew. Thank you.
2: We <laughs> can I just call it. you Kyle for the time uh, being, I right? Because yeah, I, yeah. I didn't. I
0: didn't feel nervous until just now. Left hand, lefty. Yeah. Right hand, I know, right, hand. right. I'm like, oh, suddenly I got to get a haircut. I got to get back in regs. Oh, right, thank God. Um, is there, Kyle, anything to the nurse marine marriage combo? Because my wife is a nurse. I was a marine. Matt's wife, nurse, also marine. Your wife, nurse. You also marine. We know countless people like that. I think we're just needy. Okay. Is that what it yeah. is?
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're, we're really needy and, and we need somebody who's a, a caregiver.
0: What are um. you like when you're sick? Are you like a helpless baby? Terrible. Okay. <laughs> Matt, Evan, yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. the same way? Yeah. I don't get sick very often. No, you
4: don't because you're But once I, genetically, when I do,
3: it's man-baby. <laughs> Superior. Yeah, yeah.
4: Well, I'm, I'm fairly certain that I'm my wife's least favorite patient.
3: Yeah. <laughs> And, oh, and child,
0: Jenna's bed. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Jenna's bedside manner with me when I'm sick is awful, and I'm like, "Do you treat all your patients like this?" And she's like, "No, you dummy, because you're a baby. You have a, a 101 degree temperature, and you're acting like you're on death's doorstep." Put a wet
3: rag on your head, yeah. Rob. You know
0: what? I'm not. I'm, I'm going to keep doing it that way. I don't care. I like to be loved when I don't feel good. <sighs> I do too. Yeah. yeah. All right. Josh likes it. He's giving it the thumbs up. Yeah, too, I'm all about so. it too. Yeah, okay. <laughs> same way. Right. Josh is all about it. Fifth, Mike in the studio. Mike, check. Mike, Mike check. check. One too. Uh, Kyle, tell us about yourself, man.
4: Uh, well, first, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Um, man, started in the Marine Corps uh, out of Villanova in 1998. So, going 23 years strong. Uh, 98
0: was when you was when you.
2: It's
4: when I commissioned with the OCS yeah. in '97, and then uh, commissioned in '98.
2: Did you guys Matt were you guys at OCS together? Are you kidding? That's <laughs> when I graduated high school. I graduated high school in 98. I'm sorry. God, I'm am I the oldest sorry. person
4: in the room? I know exactly. No, no. You look you the mean. youngest. I think I'm the oldest person in the room, aren't
2: I? You are. And okay. and you're probably the meanest and leanest and well, that's it. Okay. Powerlifting though, we're going to have to give it to old Ev over here though.
3: It's, it's okay. He could run circles around my dead body. Yes, because these colors don't these run. Colors, <laughs> and,
2: and it took me a while when he first told me that because I was like, hey, guys, I'm running a 5K. Hey, I'm going to go do this 20K. And he's like, these colors don't run. I'm like, it's a race. And then he's just like, no, I, I, do, I not do not I do not physically know. I was like, oh, that's what you I will. I'm allergic. Right.
0: <laughs> will you power walk? Will you walk I fast? Like, I like a walk. Yeah, yeah, I like a walk. I love it. Join the Marines 1998. Out of nova yeah so twenty three th- years in
4: normal you know first year in the Marine Corps, just like everybody had mm-hmm. gets commissioned uh, went to the basic school and then infantry officer course um, out to California, so did a uh, did a mew out there, which was just really, really good, really good experience and that was uh, that was back when those Westpac mews I mean you had a good time mm-hmm. you know I mean you you went out, you, you left San Diego, hit Hawaii, you know hit Australia. Um, Before we got all sensitive. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, and, and it was some, it was some good ports, some good training. Uh, got, so our, got our asses kicked by the Australian Army rugby team somehow we thought that we were going to be cool yeah and uh, and have a a rugby team on the they don't even nobody nobody played rugby prior to that right none of us none of us played rugby and then we figured (laughs) that you know we would just practice on the uh, on the flight deck because we were on the we were on the flat top we're marines why not we can learn rugby yeah i think we lost about 12 rugby uh rugby balls (laughs) over the side (laughs) or how about the non-skid like no, that's y- y- good. It's good for the scrum. <laughs> oh my God.
3: Good for the scrum. Yeah, all grip, no yeah. foot. Yeah. 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 They don't even wear shoes in Australia until they're like 12. Really? Rugby. Like, they, they play barefoot. There's nothing kids. cooler in the world to me
0: than, I think it's the New Zealand black shirts. The, all, black. No, the, all, all blacks. All blacks. When they do the haka before, oh man, that's... That's something else. Well, look, I'm English, yeah. so... I, I, don't, made... I don't love the haka, but I'm terrified. Do you like by... rugby? Are you, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Will you watch it? Uh, for, You'll yes. sit down and watch it? For 80 straight minutes, yes. Uh, that's how long it is? 80. Those guys are... Legit. Yeah. So they... You played rugby for 80 minutes against Australians?
4: Yeah. Well, we we got pummeled.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: But they were really cool about it. Like, after they, like, gave us steaks and beer and stuff, so... Still good you know, friends yeah. at the end so of we, it, yeah, but kicked we your were... ass in the meantime. But uh, it, was, it was great, and then... Um,
2: so were, were you a, were you a hyper runner at that time or an ultra runner? Uh, I,
4: I did. Let's see. I think I had two marathons under my belt. Okay. At that so point. you were So I hadn't quite broken into that real um, serious endurance racing. Um, so it was, you know, kind of nibbling at the edges a little bit there. Right. But, uh, and then obviously when you're on, on deployment, not a whole lot of good marathon training yeah yeah
2: and were you and Bridget married when you were a officer yes Okay. we
4: got married right after IOC so um so yeah so interesting about that so of course you get done IOC she's a nurse at uh, Bethesda and um got married went on our honeymoon packed up my truck she uh was still stationed in Bethesda I had to go out to California it's like all right we'll uh we'll love you bye love you see you when we see you uh fortunately I think it was about four months yeah, it's about four months. She got orders out to Balboa Naval Hospital, mm-hmm. so we were able to actually, you know, live as a married couple in in Southern California. And then shortly after that, I we went on deployment. So as you know, most Marine Corps right family that uh, was the, stories I was, go.
0: I was born at Balboa Naval Hospital. Balboa is great. Much later, mind you, after after y'all were there, or much earlier, earlier. I should say. Yes. Before I'm yeah. not that yeah. old. No, 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 you're not no. that old, and I'm not that young. Thank yeah. God. So. <coughs> but, what, You got the Westpac first, though? Like, was there any better deployment after that?
4: uh, I I mean, so great deployment. You know, a couple uh, pretty good missions, too. Hit East Timor to do some work with the UN. And then... um, Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. That was when East
4: Timor was all flared up. And that was also, uh, as a matter of fact, we, you know, 21 years ago on the 12th is when uh, USS Cole was bombed. Wow. So we were actually in the Persian Gulf, um, got word that the, uh, the attack happened in Aden, Yemen, and basically did a U-turn, and <laughs> we were there for about about two months. So that's that hard was, to believe
0: that that's twenty years old. Yeah,
4: yeah, it's pretty crazy. But um, that was, you know, great new mission. I mean, exactly what you know you would have that type of capability mm-hmm. for is is just go out there. And I, and I tell you what, like watching those sailors save that ship was it was pretty pretty amazing, pretty inspiring. You know, we lost seventeen sailors on yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. So, um, but. Uh, So then after that, you know, did that uh, little security mission there and did some stuff, did some bilat training, uh, bilateral training with the uh, Emiratis, and we were in Kuwait for a little bit, and uh, spent Seychelles, Africa, uh, for Christmas. So we pulled into Seychelles, so Africa for solid. Christmas, which was pretty awesome. I mean, that had place. to be, yeah, really right? Probably the coolest surfing I think I've ever done. I, mm. you know, of course, took my board on deployment.
0: You got to watch uh, out for sharks in those waters. A
4: little bit. A little bit. A little
0: bit. A little bit. A little bit. A little
4: bit. We knew nothing about the water, <laughs> but uh, but I, I tell you, man, it was just super cool. <clears> like the the swell there was really it was really nice.
0: When so, did uh, when did you guys start having kids?
4: Um, after let's see, so I think we were. I think it was like four years after yeah okay because so, it was basically right at that time that i was i was considering going to law school and kind of making that decision you know do i stay in the marine corps or do i do i try to pursue this this law degree thing and um, then of course you know the marine corps starts to dangle those mm-hmm. carrots of well we can pay for law school mm-hmm, we, we have a we have a program for that so um so yeah so we got pregnant i got uh, accepted in law school accepted in law program um, I was actually on another Mew and flew back pretty early, like the first month of that deployment, in order to execute the orders to go to law school. So
2: you left for a, a full-blown Mew, and then you flew back home so you could start law school.
4: Yeah, yeah. It was uh, so flew back to um, San Diego, packed up our house. Bridget was nine months pregnant with our old, uh, with Paige, with our firstborn, and uh, then we bought a house in New Jersey, and started law school, and had our first kid all basically within the same week.
0: Do you and your August. wife ever look back on that and, and just ask yourself, like, what the hell were we thinking? Oh,
4: not, you know, not only that, but yeah. this could have gone sideways yeah. five different ways, so, um, yeah. but it, you know, it all worked out, and, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, level head and, and kind of, you know, that good support. We had some good support with family and friends and everything else, and it really, uh, it worked out, and going to, Going back to New Jersey where I grew up was a was a good fit too.
0: So you had family there? What yeah, yeah, yeah that's super helpful. Too. And you went
4: to Rutgers? Yeah, I went to Rutgers Camden right outside of Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, undergrad yeah, you take the train. Undergrad yeah, yeah, undergrad at Villanova and then uh, Rutgers Camden what's right that, outside uh, of Philly. What's that f-
3: that sandwich that they claim to have invented that they put French fries on? Oh that's in
0: Permante's Promanthe Brothers, no, that's I thought that uh Pittsburgh. I, I thought it was thought. outside of Rutgers. Might very well be. Kyle I know. I know. Uh, yeah, Josh. it's like it's, like,
4: it's J- called like J- the
3: fat, the fat someone. I can't. See, I mean,
4: I'm, I'm all clean eating. I know it. you, yeah. you yeah. know you can it. Tell, yeah. right? Oh, that's tell the me. fat Elbert. Yeah. No. it's the fat Elbert. <laughs> yeah, the fatty
3: Arbuckle. Yeah. Uh, no, just I had
0: we stuff spent up. we spent a long weekend. Speaking of peen. <laughs> we spent a long weekend in Pittsburgh and ate at permani Brothers. That and there's s- French fries.
3: So, so does everything about that? We spent a long weekend in Pittsburgh. Just. Close my head in a door before that ever is a concern. <laughs> we, we were up
0: there. We were up there for a friend's wedding. Okay. That's the only reason that we went, and yeah. that wedding was a freaking blast. Shut up, by you the way. loser! Yeah, loser. I, we, we would not go to Pittsburgh just for.
3: I would hope not. You know, it's anybody. called
2: a yeah. Yeah, yeah. we're we're going our summer break to Kenosha, Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. Chase is like, hey <laughs> yeah
0: yeah. Yeah, You gotta be careful. The veteran business collective did sponsor cheats. this episode, so we don't want to make, <laughs> 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 make Chase mad. What do you got, Josh? It's,
1: it's called a Fat Daryl. Fat Daryl. Never uh, had a Fat Daryl. It's got chicken is, chicken fingers, mozzarella no, sticks, French fries, marinara sauce, and that's at Rutgers, right
3: outside of Rutgers campus. Yes. Okay.
0: Okay on the on the YouTube episode of this. Yeah. Let's put let's put a picture. Josh up of the sandwich uh, so that way everybody can see it. Cause I'd eat a sandwich with, I've
2: seen it on with man fried mozzarella sticks? That's gnarly eat the dude. Hell out of that right now. It's gorgeous. It's called, oh. the, it's called the fat what? The fat Daryl. Fat Daryl. You,
3: you were close with the fat Albert, though. Yeah, I sorry,
2: I just had peen on the mind man. <laughs> Naturally. <laughs> yeah,
0: what how is that any different <laughs> from any other day <laughs> it's that, not, you, that you live your life?
2: Why do you think I'm sitting so close to him? Oh,
0: I love it. Oh, we got about two more minutes left in this segment. So go ahead and pick up. So you finished law school, yeah, finished, and now... Yeah,
4: finished law school, and then uh, came down to Eastern North Carolina. Yeah. So, um, came down here and did the normal first tour. as was a defense counsel for, you know, a little under two years. And then, uh, just like everybody else, wanted to go and volunteer for deployment to Iraq. So... Uh, got my wish and I yep. uh, spent 13 months there. And we all
2: got our wish, <laughs> right? You yeah. Wish yeah. For yeah. yeah. Yeah.
4: Well, I, I got to come back to that too. On the other side of the 13 months. That's yeah.
2: that's army.
4: That's army. Yeah. That no man. kidding. Yeah. That was because my when first one. when <laughs> I was in law school, of course, you know, I, at the time that I left uh, the infantry to go to law school, that was pretty much when we were like, all right, we're not going to Afghanistan because that already kind of happened in that 2001-2002. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, you know, leave the, you know, leave the battalion. And, uh, and then, of course, 2003, all my boys are doing the march up from Kuwait to Baghdad. And what, what needless, Needless to say, I was a little upset with myself. for. Uh, I had to go to law school. Yeah, what was I doing? <laughs> but, uh, again, 2006, I certainly, uh, you know, got the opportunity. There was
0: plenty to do. Yeah. Plenty yeah. To do. Where were you in 06, Al-Anbar?
4: Uh, yeah, yeah, so I yeah, flew into Al-Assad and then um, I think I was on the ground for about two days. And mm-hmm. like, yeah, the, an infantry battalion needs a lawyer. So I went out to Barwana and um, hey, I was back with the infantry. Yeah, you were. You know, after, after going to law school for three years. Coming and,
0: full circle, right? Were you stoked? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, it was great. Yeah, yeah. it was great.
4: Uh, great opportunity great unit
0: I love it alright we're gonna talk about what you have coming up next what the future looks like and I did promise high fives and, high fives and good vibes Matt mm-hmm. so I gotta make sure that we oh no! intercept
3: oh, oh nice oh, oh, that six was...
0: watch that on YouTube cause that was the best <laughs> that was epic yeah well done Evan well done
3: that's the spirit of John Lynch yes right it is there.
0: Yes, it is. number 47 but go. oh man we can talk football if you want to it is football season it's alright we'll talk about whatever we want to on the other side of this break do not go anywhere we'll be right back on Signal Fire Radio
1: the explosion hit i i lost consciousness there was another soldier he was directly under the blast and when i was doing my my check for casualties uh, that's when i found him i hadn't had to see anything like that up until that point and that is the the one thing that i see on a regular basis is this kid he was 19 years old My name is James Rodriguez. I'm a veteran from Fayetteville, North Carolina, and I support the Compassionate Care Act, Senate Bill 711. One deployment story completely changes uh, a a veteran. They don't feel like they have any other options a lot of times, and when they feel like they're alone, they have no reason to go on. The VA had me on 12 different medications, and that's exactly what I used uh, to, to attempt suicide. Medical cannabis um, has been able to treat so many different symptoms of my PTSD. Everyone has different symptoms and different ailments. North Carolina as a whole can benefit from medical cannabis. Visit ncfamiliesformedicalcannabis.com for more information. Signal Fire Radio. Hey, welcome back to Signal Fire Radio.
0: Matt's making goofy hand movements as he drinks his fourteen gallons of water. Hey, don't <laughs> it's forget the
4: biggest water bottle I've ever it's seen. It's unbelievable. That's his
0: second, his second biggest water bottle. That boy hydrates. He and and dude, you've got your family dialed in on hydration that's too as well. That's why his skin is so I know supple. so taut. No, that's yeah.
2: Sarah V, buddy.
0: Thank oh yeah, Evan's Evan skincare routine. Yep. If you have not followed us on Instagram, you probably should because Evan gives his uh, his skincare nighttime routine tips out. I'm a skin influencer. Skin. <laughs>
3: Oh my god. No, that's <laughs> did you just come up with I that? Just th- I just did I I'm sure it's a thing, but brilliant. You know, you know uh, Avery's got much nicer skin than any of us. D- so. Dude, did you see that video of him reading reading? Dude, uh, that was seeing cars seeing, the seeing kids. Avery's like smile that and laugh. Smile is, is that genuine is the best. Yeah, he's the best. I'm gonna make
0: him the face of suiting warriors, which by the way, we do have a suit up coming up here in Wilmington, North Carolina at Blue Mind Cowork. Co-working Center uh, on November thirteenth. The hours are nine to one. You can come get some good LinkedIn learning. Veterans Day weekend. Veterans Day yeah. weekend. Yeah, so get some LinkedIn learning from Jennifer Goodwin, uh, Goodman, and Matt Quick, uh, both members of the Board of Suiting Warriors, and then get some uh, free suits. I actually think that registration might be completely full. I think we have a few more spots left. For real? Yeah, yeah. Awesome. I think so. So jump on it, and uh, if it's already full, then we got this podcast out obviously way too late to promote our own our own event. And
2: this episode is coming to you by. The support from
0: <laughs> The Veteran Business Collective. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And Shout also out to
0: the Veebs. And also one last thing, go buy t-shirts from our website because our webs or our T shirts do support all of these very well deserving nonprofits. If you want to get you a chill switch engage, a combat cocktail, the new new, we got the Sinal de Fuego yeah. up there, which is Spanish for Signifier. Signal. Fire. Signal fire. <laughs> Right in time for Dia. Señal. Yeah. Can you do it? You do it. Do the do the, do the the name of the, the celebration. Dia de
3: los Muertos. There you go. Okay, he's mm. so good at it. He's so sexy. The way sexy. he rolls his arms. It's smooth. I, have I know. A, I, it I moved. It's in Spanish. so
2: <laughs> It moved.
3: Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, pointing up. Matt uh-huh. Matt liked when I ordered uh, food in Spanish from the, the market. Yeah.
2: He was like, whoa. Right, he, was, yeah. Oh, man. The He's first, like, te 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 loca, te pica, te loca, te I was like,
0: when we were up, when, do you remember when he ordered the tortas when we from the, f- oh, from the food truck oh, on the way back yeah. from states? I, my mind was blown how he just walked up there and just like rattled it off, and that was a damn good sandwich. Too, there's, by the way.
3: there's typically our too when yep. you just see little old Milky Me mm-hmm. uh, in in just rapid Spanish. Yeah, with ordering your, food with
0: your with your hemp uh, fanny pack on, and oh, I yeah. love it. I'm I so know. glad you're I here. Do I I can. you. I can't. His
3: big Lebowski
0: quads. Yep. I missed your face. I missed your musk. Missed everything about I you. I missed you, guys. Dude, guy that, road, you.
2: That, that, that has <laughs> been one of the most epic day road trips I've ever been on. Kyle's like, oh, my God. Sorry. No, we, we need got to get out of here. Kyle, Kyle wasn't in the car with
3: us. Yeah. Before, before we segue onto much cooler things okay. like Kyle's journey, yep. I just want to say that I don't think – Chris Pfeffer's ever talked to us again? No, no, he hasn't. He has well uh, at THF. <laughs> yeah. But, okay.
2: So funny story. Three, you know, enlisted dudes, went out to an event at Brad uh garage in Statesville. You know, he's he's like one of the biggest NASCAR drivers. And we love um, you, Brad. Yeah, love you. And it Brad, was for su- it was uh, it was a suit up for a THF alum. Well, yeah, we we pulled him from the Honor Foundation,
0: yeah. but it was a suiting warriors thing and checkered flag. Well, so one the of Foundation.
2: them was. Peffer who Pepper. is a colonel at Marsog,
3: Yeah. <laughs> and that poor guy. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> We're sitting there acted acting like very
3: enlisted people
2: <laughs> the who, entire way there and back the screaming
3: yeah. screaming entire Weezer yeah. albums yeah. on the way up on a 3 hour drive to
2: see. And he was he not
4: road tripping with you anymore?
3: <laughs> yeah, we haven't.
4: <laughs> he was such a
0: We're champ. waiting on a yeah, call he back. Was a champ. yeah. He was a champ. <laughs> he he, loo- he loosened up a little bit there towards the end. Yeah, I think he had fun. I think he wanted to Every be time reading. I see, every time I see him, I get a good big hug from him. So yeah, I know yeah, that yeah. we didn't we didn't burn any bridges with our ridiculous antics. So but lots, dude, that they, was a great day. Lots of
3: courage water flowing Lot of
0: <laughs> 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 We had micheladas. Yeah, we had, we had everything. We saw. We picked Evan up at like seven thirty in the morning at Lumberton, and we all cracked a crispy, and we're like, "Here we go! Yeah. We're going to Statesville." <laughs> God, oh, that was a man. great day. I love it. So we were real quick on the break, uh, Kyle. We were talking about why go why go from being an infantry officer to law school what was you, like why did you want to do that
4: yeah so like when I was listening to uh, to Evan talk about you know prepping for his transition I, I kind of realized that I think I was prepping for my transition like 19 years ago mm-hmm. I guess right. uh, you just got just, a jump start on it yeah just yeah, exactly. to, yeah I just managed to kind of stay in the Marine Corps throughout uh, the entire process but uh, it was one of those things where I was always one uh something I wanted to do was go to law school and uh, and then, of course, you know, like I said, the Marine Corps just has an opportunity to kind of say, well, mm-hmm. you can kind of stay in and we'll send you to law school and you can Have do... you seen a few good men? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Oh. That but be you, Colonel I had Jessup. always wanted to be an infantry officer when I was when I was going through undergrad and uh, had a great time doing it and uh, it was tough leaving, but that was one of the things where getting my law degree, practicing law was something that I wanted to do, and then after i Got out of law school, and then especially when I was in Iraq, I was like, wow, this is actually a, the best thing for me and probably the best thing for the Marine Corps mm-hmm. um, because, you know, you're in Barwan, Iraq, and you realize that you got to do combat patrols to do property settlement meetings with folks that have lost their livelihood yeah. and their buildings and you know, you're They're you're goats. prepping, yeah. You're yeah. T- for, Rob an, for another time. Trying to figure out what the value of a brown camel that yeah. you know was on the wrong end of a rifle. Uh, <laughs> he ran over a goat in Iraq. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So on an MRAP.
2: international. We had Insights. we had
4: we had one of those. Yeah, I think it was In Ramadi. Things.
0: Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> so so crazy things where you know you you realize that uh, the folks that you went to law school. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, they're just not having as cool experiences as you are.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's such a cool way to look at to look at your experience, you know. Because the opposite of that could be like, well, I never. I, I'm meet, an assistant you know, DA at this crappy right. county, and yeah. I hate my or, life. Or, yeah. they, you know, they 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 work the books, or they do something. You know, like Carson's miserable at his mm-hmm. practice right now because he's trying to rebuild it. We got to get honey it, cut? up yeah, Alaska, we got to get honeycut <laughs> out here. Um, we got to get honeycut out yeah. here. But yeah. it's so cool that like you, you're you know, you have all that experience, and then now you have 20 years of law experience so like you said yeah you've been you've been ready to, yeah, to transition it, for a long time it's been great and the, and the
4: Marine Corps just has a, it just, as everybody knows I mean the, the Marine Corps the Army Navy it just has a, uh, this ability to put you in new and more uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. um, which it, going back to you know the all blacks rugby team there's a great book called Legacy mm. uh, James Kerr is the author I don't know if you guys ever read it but my favorite quote in that whole book is "Pressure's is a privilege mm. And that's one thing that yeah I know name right it, I'm sorry did I, did I bring it down No it no down. no 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 name is name deep. of the
0: episode name of the episode Pre- pressure is privilege pressure is a privilege yeah pressure yeah. is privilege name of the episode and yeah. I
4: mean I, I tell my kids that I, I you know I talk to my Marines about that there's a lot of folks that that want to be in the position that you know we collectively have found ourselves in and you know instead of kind of getting all down and being like wow it sucks I got to wake up it Five o'clock in the morning and, you know, PT or, or whatever else is going on. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of folks that want to be in the position that we're in. Mm.
0: Not, so. that, not that uh, you're planning to retire anytime soon, but do you, do you anticipate that you'll continue to practice law on on the back end of the Marine Corps?
4: Man, um, I, I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to uh, – seriously, That's I'm okay. To, That's yeah, all right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I figure it'll uh, – I'll figure it out. I don't know if I want to practice law. I don't know if I want to try to you know break into you know, the business community, mm-hmm. um, ride the coattails of my more talented spouse. Uh, Dude, know, I'm doing a,
0: that right now. And yeah. It's so
4: I mean, there's a. <laughs> yeah, you are. It is
0: wonderful. <laughs> I finally get the break that I deserve.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, who knows? I, I really don't know after after this uh, whatever this Marine Corps journey wherever what, it goes. I don't know what I want. What do. would your advice? what would your advice be? Because you have a
0: marketable skill that has been given to you by the United States Marine Corps. Well, not given to you. I'm sorry, that's the wrong word. You've earned it. You did the work of going through law school, but not everybody gets to come out of the Marines with a law degree. You could have been a four-year infantry officer. Um, And so there's a lot more of them than there are of, you know, 30-year colonel um, with a law degree and having passed the bar and all that other stuff. What would your advice be to people that might not feel like they have that that like professional skill, having gotten out of the military, um, when when deciding what to do next.
4: I, I mean, every, everybody knows that it. it's we talk about soft skills or some of those intangibles, discipline, um, you know, goal setting, just some stuff that is inherent in kind of what we do in the military and the Marine Corps and you know the other branches of the service. And uh, that that can't be overlooked, and it shouldn't be minimized. Mm-hmm. The the value of being able to, you know, we call it problem framing, right? Like, okay, you know, what is it that we're faced with, and and then attacking that. And and the most important thing too is just be passionate about whatever it whatever it is that you're doing, and whatever you want to transition into. Just make sure that you're passionate about it. And then the uh, the other thing that I always tell folks because. 10,000 Marines transition out of uh, North Carolina every year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a lot of opportunities where I get to, to talk to folks that are, that are leaving, that are leaving the Marine Corps. And I'm like, hey, man, don't, don't, uh, don't be afraid to fail. Because mm-hmm. after all, if you start something, you're doing it for, you know, six months, a year after you leave the, the Marine Corps, and you don't like it, move on to something else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's and no that's contract cool. anymore. Yeah. yeah like that's, and that's, that's uh, I think that's a lot of, a lot of folks don't realize that they have a little bit more autonomy over themselves once they leave military service and they're able to use those skills, but then they're also able to take some risks and try some things and then just not being afraid to fail. And, uh, and then you're, you're able to say, okay, try this for a little bit, learn some stuff, like some things, but not what I'm passionate about. So then you move on to something else. Do you think that's
0: a hard thing to find that autonomy again? After after you ETS or EAS, like what, what would what would you say a good process would be? You know, being on active duty, looking at a lot of people leaving, having conversations with them. How do you go about finding that?
4: So I always tell everybody, I, and I ask them um, when I first uh, when I first meet folks, when they check in, and I'll say, "All right, what's the what's the one thing that you're passionate about about outside the Marine Corps? Mm. Like, what is it that you love to do outside the Marine Corps?" And that goes back to balance. You know, we all talk balance and everything else. And, uh, and I know Matt was uh, was talking earlier. Like, for me, it's this whole, like, endurance racing world that, that I kind of find myself into. And um, being able to have that balance so that the transition isn't – it's not as emotionally taxing on you, right? Because now you have something else that you're real comfortable with and there's some stability. And I think that helps folks that are transitioning out mm. because then you have – You have other folks that uh that you're able to kind of lean on a little bit and you know i mean the the marine corps is always going to and your brothers and sisters in the marine corps are always going to be there and you know just like matt and i i mean think about 15 seconds in the first time we talked all of a sudden we're you know yucking it up because you you got that common experience that's always going to be there but, man, it's really important, I think, to just have something outside of your life in uniform. And
0: something healthy, too. Absolutely. A healthy habit. Mm-hmm.
4: Um, Makes you like the Marine Corps a lot more, too. Does
0: it? Yeah, yeah.
4: I, I think so. Like, yeah. I, I think I enjoy the Marine Corps a lot more because I have a great community in the endurance racing mm. uh, community that that just you know enables me to be like, all right, that's cool. And then I, you know, able to go back and go to work and, and do fun things, you know, up in my up in my job up at uh, up
2: at the base. In a, in a given week, how many how many miles do you think you and Bridget won? or do you guys run different lengths?
4: Uh, so right now I'm um, I'm in between training for races. So I'm about 35 miles per week. Um, I'm going to ramp up. So I did a in April. I did a 24 hour race in the Shenandoah, which was. The that's right, Shenandoah 20. River. <laughs> that was wicked. Yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, it was orienteering. So basically, mm. you're, you're land navigating to different boxes that's cool. in the Shenandoah Mountains. And the first part was trail running. And then we went into canoeing, which um, canoeing on class three rapids, mm. uh, that basically translated <laughs> to me flipping. With little yeah. experience, right? With very yeah. little experience <laughs> canoeing. <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah, me and, this and my April? This was in April. The water was yeah. a little chilly. Yeah, a little chilly. Uh, yeah, So uh so me and my my one buddy, um, you know, who I was in the boat with, uh the the most difficult thing was trying to swim Yeah. <laughs> with the canoe with our packs uh so that we were able to kind of continue. <laughs> so this on. is like an
2: eco challenge. I mean totally was. this so wasn't cool. just a It was direct. it was,
4: was, was great. And then uh I mean after that it was it was about I think it was about sixty two miles of mountain biking at night with headlamps on mm. like single track and it was brutal it was brutal i haven't i haven't ideas
0: we're running out of time but i want to put this out there can we put together some signal fired logo gear for you to wear and you'll be like the the poster boy of signal fire on your on your ultra marathon so my
4: yeah my so my next race i got the southern tour ultra uh 50k coming up which this is the bad Part about having like talented, athletic uh, family members though, because my wife won that race. Um, I think two, year, two years, two years ago. So okay to play second fiddle to your wife. Yeah, I do yeah, <laughs> I so, do every day. Right? Yeah, you do. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> so, uh, I'm probably not going to continue that family tradition yeah. there. Um, but yes, yeah, so that's the next one. That's in January, and that's going to be my first, my first straight up ultra run. How
0: how sleek would it be to have Kyle in all black? Signal Fire Steve, right there on the front or on the back, you know, like in the neoprene, right? Is that what you like to to run in, or is it is it like all silkies
4: and Hey, man, whatever you're gonna put me.
0: All right, we're gonna yeah. Let's let's get some specs together, <laughs> Matt, we're get, that would be awesome. That'll wait. be the launch point of the Signal Fire Fit line yeah. that Chase has been on. So about.
3: So 50k is how
4: many miles? That's like 30, no. a little over 31. Okay. I don't drive
0: that oh. many. I don't drive that many miles in a week.
4: So I always swore I was never going to do an ultra because I, I did. I've done ten marathons. I uh, actually did one in Fallujah. Which was nope. yeah. Nope. Which was pretty interesting. I think it was six. Just ran around six the a yeah, million yeah. times. Yeah. I have great <laughs> pictures of like uh, M1 uh, Abrams tanks leaving the wire as I'm in my little bib, you know, doing my like third or fourth lap. Oh, now. so it was an official race. Oh yeah, it no, wasn't it was, just like a it was with the, the MWR. The, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. <laughs> the Houston Marathon actually sponsored us, so That's we, that. That's we got we got all like so integrated cool. in with the Houston Marathon. It was really cool. Was I a, love it. It was a good race, but yeah, it's cool. It's just kind of a you know cool way to to kind of pick up something else and set some goals and do something a little bit different.
0: I love it. I love it. All right, we're going to wrap with that, Kyle. Thank you so much for coming on. Best of luck to you on whatever step is next for you. Uh, We're going to get some gear put together for you. I can promise you that because that's going to – Matt, will you run behind him with a GoPro for 50-some-odd miles?
4: For fifty
0: in a car, yeah.
4: Yeah. (laughs) Matt. Matt said he was going to pace me the last ten miles. Okay. All right.
0: Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We'll be like we'll be like the relay race. Like we'll each get two and we'll bring him home. You know, like with uh, with GoPros and videos and all that (laughs) stuff. I love it. I love it. Ev, congratulations on getting out of the army, buddy. Thank you. I love you. I'm glad you're here. Love you, dude. Matt, I love you too. Love you. All right. That's going to do it for us on this episode of Signal Fire Radio. Until next week, go out and feed your mind, strengthen your body. Enrich your spirits and grow your tribe and go be a signal fire in your community. We'll talk to you next Monday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Catch new episodes weekly and be sure to follow us on social media. Subscribe now and become a signal fire in your community.